Blog Talk Radio. Radio show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, ladies. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this beautiful day, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas. Guess what? a huge success. Now, I trust that you all had a fantastic weekend and you are definitely ready to be productive for the new week. You know, being productive for the new week means that on Sunday evenings, usually, you are going to look at your calendar You're going to look at the activities you have scheduled and determine whether or not everything that you have scheduled is relevant to what it is that you want to accomplish by the weekend. Usually that's a Friday or a Saturday for most businesswomen, right? So it doesn't make sense to have a patch calendar, to have so many things going on, and yet when it gets to the Friday or Saturday, You haven't accomplished your goals because none of the things needed to be done for those goals was ever even on your radar, right? So it's going to be very, very important that you go ahead and that you take some time, get in your quiet space, usually Sunday evenings or any time between that, you know, 6 p.m. and 10 p.m. time frame, and you really need to give yourself a good 30 minutes to just really ask yourself that question, what am I trying to accomplish? And of course, as you ask yourself those questions, you always want to look at what you're goals are, what your marketing goals are for the week, and then make sure that you have things in place so that you have not just a chance, but that you pretty much can predict and know your goals are going to be accomplished because you are doing everything within your control to make it happen. So very, very important. And it really is times, ladies, it is really the small things that we do that help us to accomplish goals, but often we don't pay attention to those small things. So take the time to look at your calendar and make sure that all of your activities that you have listed are relevant to what it is you want to accomplish by the end of the week. Got a very, very fun show, information-packed show for you today. Of course, our theme all of this month is five things every businesswoman should be thinking about in July. Now, of course, here we are about five and a half months away from the end of the month going into the new year, and there are so many things that you can be doing to generate a new revenue stream. There are so many things you can be doing to generate leads and to communicate and get back in touch with your previous customers and clients. So these are all of the things that you should be focusing on as you look at really ending this year with some goals accomplished. Now, today, I'm going to be sharing with you number three of five things um, that you need to be focused on for the month of July, okay? Very, very important. I'm very, very excited also to announce that we have a featured guest. Yes, we have Violet Stevens with us today, and I'm going to be interviewing her. She is the new collaborative author on the book, The Unstoppable Black Woman. So very, very excited to talk with her about her experience and and collaborating and writing uh, her part in the book. And then, of course, she is also the CEO of Restful Awakening. So I'm so very glad that she's going to be on the show in just a little bit. We'll be interviewing her. Also, I'll be sharing with you keywords and phrases and social media. What, What do they have in common and what do we need to know about keyword phrases and social media? And 
And then, of course, I definitely will be sharing with you the five questions of business leadership, all coming up today on Successful Woman Radio. So it is never too late for you to flash over on another line to um, go ahead and share Successful Woman Radio with others that you know are excited about listening to the show, want to hear um, really good, useful information that they will be able to put to use for their business. So if you have a pen in hand, the show phone number is 347-89. Again, 347-637-2589. You can dial into the show. And of course, if individuals are having uh, problems because the board is packing out, if they're having problems, they can go right online to blogtalkradio.com forward slash successful woman radio all together, blogtalkradio.com forward slash successful woman radio, and they will be able to listen live to the show streaming right there on the blog talk platform. So those are two ways for you uh, to go ahead and get your connections, bless the life of another businesswoman who you know probably needs to be in a positive environment so that she can get inspired and motivated and get information that she'll be able to put to use right away. For those of you that are new to the show, I want to welcome you and thank you so very, very much for listening to our Successful Woman Radio Show. We come on every Monday at 12 noon Eastern time, rain, shine, sleet, snow, uh, holidays included. We are always going to be on the show every Monday at 12 noon. So definitely make sure you mark your calendar for that. Um, If you're not familiar with who we are, Successful Woman Radio is the flagship show for the main website, womenaboutbiz.net helping women, you know, become very successful in starting and growing their business. But also, Successful Woman Radio is about putting you in a positive environment where you can be motivated, encouraged, inspired to create a successful life, get this, generating the income that you desire. So very, very important that if you choose your path, your route to success, it's important for you to generate the income that you desire. Because after all, we're all in business to make money, honey, right? Absolutely. There is no such thing as having a for-profit business and not making any money. That is one of your primary goals, or it should be. And so, of course, I want to make sure that you guys get information that you're going to be able to put to use right away. And so key that into your calendar every Monday, 12 noon, Successful Woman Radio. I want to go ahead right now and talk to you a little bit about keywords, phrases, and social media. What the heck? What do they have in common? And why is it that you might be doing your social media completely wrong? Okay, so I am going to, for the purpose of this short conversation about this, I'm going to be using Facebook as my main platform, okay? So first, let's define what keywords and keyword phrases are uh, as it relates to the Internet itself, okay? So keywords are common words that people will enter into the search engine. Let's say Google is the largest of them. People will enter common words and phrases that they would use to look for your particular type of product or your particular type of service, okay? And so one of the things you always have to know about, and this is maybe, you know, website building one-on-one, which is like it doesn't do your website any good if each of the pages that you have really utilizing keywords are the same type of words that individuals are using to look for your product or your type of service, right? I mean, because after all, the customers that we want, the clients that we want, we don't know who they are. We don't have their names. We don't have their phone number or their emails yet, right? So we have to uh, really do the best marketing that we can, which is to attract individuals to what we have. But how can we attract them if they can't even find us or get to our webpage, right? Um, And so keywords are, they are the superpowers 
of your website. They're the superpowers of every time you talk about your business, they are the things that you should be utilizing online, right? Now, keyword phrases, of course, is just that. It's common phrases and words put together, usually three to seven words that are put together as a phrase that people might be looking for. For example, if people are looking for this, most people are going to enter in how to start a business. And so for me as a business consultant, that phrase is very, very important. If I have articles about business startup, if I have things that I want to share with people who are looking to start a business, then I am always going to fit that phrase in there, how to start a business, right? Because that is what most people enter into Google search engines, right, or, or whatever they are searching for. Now, take that same information that I just shared with you and let's apply it to social media. A lot of people are actually not really, people who are in business are really not utilizing social media to its full capacity at all. They're not even using 20% of the abilities of social media. And so what you need to understand, and we're going to use Facebook, uh, the, the Facebook platform as kind of like an example. When you are in business, you definitely know that you need a fan page. Facebook has made very clear that even though you might be able to post information about your business and even though you might be able to post flyers and what have you because of the freedom of speech, they, may, they have the right to not let your news feed show it up, right? They have the right to not let other people see it. You can see it because you posted it, but very few of your friends might see it because what Facebook is trying to do is segment everything. They're saying, hey, let your personal page be your personal page. We want to hear more about you, what you do, what you've been eating, things going on in your personal life. They want that. They want you, and they want you to engage with other people and comment on other people's stuff as well, right? Now, that's on the personal side, and yet, of course, most of us still do go ahead, just in case one or two people see it, we still go ahead and we push out business information on Facebook through our personal page, right? But what we really should be doing is creating a fan page. Why? Facebook has really done a good job with allowing us to use the fan page kind of like a mini blog. But when you're posting, you really need to start posting with the keywords and phrases that people would search for you in mind. You have to. Why is that? Because Facebook has billions of people on Facebook searching every day. And so when you are able to go ahead and put keywords and phrases in Facebook search bar, guess what? If you have been utilizing those keywords and phrases in your post, if you have been utilizing them on your fan page, guess what's going to happen? You have a good chance for your post coming up, right? That's very important. But better, better still, you have a good chance for your post coming up even in the search engines. Why is that? Because because Facebook has billions of people searching Facebook. And so, of course, people are going to find you many times if you have your fan page set up properly and you're utilizing keywords in your post, that, most of your posts that you're, you're having, then guess what? People might find information that you have about your product or your service on your fan page before they even find it in your website. And that happens a lot. So you need to keep in mind that keywords and keyword phrases are extremely important when it comes to social media as well, because social media is highly optimized. LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, they're all very optimized. And so what that means is that people are going to see your information with them there before they would your website, your blog, your information. So something that you need to be thinking about as you prepare your post and you look at what you are talking about, make sure you use the right keywords. Ask yourself the question, what are the most common words and phrases that people use to search for my kind of product, for my kind of service? Okay? Very, very important important. Go back and take a look and you'll probably find out in your fan page that you've had it all wrong when it comes 
to the posts that you put up. We can't, we've got to stop putting up just, um, you know, quotes and different things like that and promoting other people's stuff, but you have got to start utilizing the keywords and phrases that people are searching for and building your post around those keywords, around those keyword phrases, okay? Well, again, I am so excited. We've got a special featured guest, Ms. Violet Stevens. She'll be coming up a little bit later on in the show, but I'm very, very excited to introduce her to all of you. Very, very excited that she is making things happen for herself, and there's a new book coming out, The Unstoppable Black Woman, in which she is a collaborative author, and we get a chance to meet her today, to talk with her today, all about what's going on in her world. So coming up, our featured guest, Violet Stevens, doing our Women Making It Happen segment in just a little bit. But right now, I'm going to go ahead and go right into our five questions of business leadership. Again, five questions of business leadership. Now, ladies, I've had a lot of people over the the past few months who have been emailing me and literally sharing with me their aha moments. I so appreciate that. And I have had others who have emailed me and say, Trina, I don't know what it is. I listen to you. Repeat the five questions of business leadership, and I am just not sure what I should be doing when I hear the questions or when I ask myself these questions. So what I want to do quickly is just give you guys some instructions for taking advantage of the five questions of business leadership. So the first thing you need to know is that the questions don't change throughout the year. These are the same questions that I'm going to say and repeat every Monday. Why is that? Because repetition helps to bury these questions within your subconscious mind and pops them up when you need them, right? The next thing is, is that you need to be asking yourself these questions as often as you need to. Now, this is how you do it. You ask yourself the questions, but you're supposed to be on a sheet of paper answering the questions for yourself. Wherever you find yourself having a challenge yet in the answer, you need to be exploring that more, like, why don't I have the answer for this? Or why don't I know certain things that I should be knowing of, of this question? And that causes you to really go back to the drawing board and really take some time. Mind you, you have to sometimes set aside time to really explore the question and answer it properly. You have to give yourself that time. And so what do you do with these questions? Again, you Ask them of yourself as often as you need to, and you come up with the answers to the questions. If you don't have the answers, this indeed lets you know areas of your business leadership that you need to be working on, okay? Also, uh, what you need to keep in mind as well is that as you begin to answer these questions and you begin to plan out your business and take action on a lot of the answers that you have created, then you're going to find out that your answers begin to change because your business or your leadership abilities began to grow because you took action on your answer. So, yes, sometimes the answers that you give will require you to set a whole, uh, a whole, a whole new goal. It'll require you to set up new to-do items and things that have to be implemented, right? And so, again, don't run away from these questions. Answer the questions, and if you find yourself not having a ready rec- recollected a- answer, then what you need to be doing is going back to the drawing board and figuring it out. Okay, so starting with question number one: Have I prepared my mindset for? Okay, you need to be asking yourself with this question, you know, what beliefs and habits do I need to support my vision and goals, right? Remember, guys, when it comes to preparing your mindset for greatness, the thought path behind this is that while you can get motivated and encouraged by a lot of people, and rightfully so, it's okay to do that, the number one person you need to get motivated and encouraged by on this earth is you. You need to be able to self-motivate, self-encourage, self-inspire 
inspire. And so to do that, you've got to um, create your own customized affirmations that are personal to you. You've got to work on your personal development and ask yourself, what skills do I need to hone in on to help me accomplish my goals? And then, again, you need to be asking yourself, what beliefs and habits do I need to support my vision and my goals? Moving on into question number two is, are my beliefs in alignment? with my vision and my goals. You know, it's very few people that will say, hey, I'm going to start a new business or create a new project. And before I do that, I want to make sure that I have the right vision in place so that I don't have anything blocking my path to accomplishing what it is I want to do. It's very few people that will will take that route, but I'm letting you know right here and now that that is the route that you need to be taking, right? You don't start or do anything in life without first looking at the cost, without first looking at the risk, without first asking yourself the question, what vision am I going to need in order to support my my goals or to support what it is that I want to do? And I find it so interesting that people you know, fail in their goals, they don't accomplish a lot of things, but they never ask themselves why. Well, I want to let you know that oftentimes most people don't have the right vision in place in order to accomplish your dreams and their goals. And this is one of the main reasons why it does not happen. When you have the right vision in place, trust me, you will begin to see things happen. And so this requires you to delve deep up under the surface of you and really figure out what habits you have that might be working against you and what new habits you need to create in order for you to set the right kinds of visions, okay? It's very, very important. Here's number three. What do I want to accomplish by this Friday? Again, what do I want to accomplish by this Friday? Remember in the beginning of the show, I said, hey, in order to set your week up for success, you really need to make sure that all activities are relevant to the goals you want to accomplish because when you don't do that, what happens often is that the goal is not achieved. So three of the most important things when you want to accomplish something in business is that you always have to include your marketing. You want to make sure that you have the right marketing in place. You also want to want to set your goals for how many leads you want to generate. And then you also need to set your sales goal as well. You want to look at those three things. And those can't be left out when you're talking about having accomplished goals by the end of the week. And then number four, how can I be an asset to my business? You guys know this is my favorite question right here, because just because you created your business, just because you're the owner, CEO, doesn't mean that you're an asset to your business. You need to be figuring out, you know, How can you be a better ambassador to your business? Being an ambassador means letting more people know who you are, what you do, and what your business is all about. How can you be better at that? How can you seek out new collaborations, right? We're going to talk to somebody right now that has recently collaborated on a new book, uh, and that goal has come to pass, and the new book is coming out. That's very, very exciting. And so you need to be seeking out new collaborations, and of course, you need to be looking at uh, are you leading your power team, right? Every businesswoman, regardless of how small her business is, needs to have a power team of individuals that is usually subcontractors that know more than she does in specific areas of business, whether it is, you know, writing articles, whether it is uh, setting up her social media, whether it is uh, designing or updating the website, creating courses, um, whatever it is that you might need need to push your business forward, what you need to understand is that even though you might be a solopreneur, it doesn't mean that you are alone or should be alone in doing everything. In order for you to be a leader, a good leader has a power team of people, people that are all that have already been vetted, 
people that have already been interviewed. You know who they are. They know who you are. You've already set up a group in your phone uh, named and labeled Power Team so that at a fingertip, you can press a button and start talking to that person and let them know what it is that you need. When you're able to do that, you in the power that you have to shorten your learning curve and move your business along faster. And last but not least, in the five questions of business leadership, the question is, am I investing in myself and my business? Am I investing in myself and my business? Okay, so we're talking about three core areas here that you need to be thinking about when you're looking at investing, health and wellness, your marketing and advertising budget, and of course, your personal development and coaching. These are three main areas that are so very, very important, and yet so many businesswomen ignore them, especially with health and wellness. Health is so important, and and feeling good, having the energy to run your business, having the energy to call people and talk to people and do sales generation, all of that requires so much energy, and so health has to be a a top priority as you are looking at investing in yourself and your business, right? So, ladies, there you have it, five questions of business leadership. Take them, ask them of yourself as often as you need to, delve into the questions, answer the questions, and then whatever your answers are, they are going to automatically cause you to produce you know, new goals, new to-do items and implementations that need to occur in order for you to become a better leader. There you have it. It's 12.26 after the hour, and you are listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show with me, Trina Newby. I'm so glad that you guys are here with me today. Very excited because we have a featured guest. So here we are in our Women Making It Happen segment of the show. And now is such a good time for you guys to flash over on another line uh, to share the Successful Woman Radio Show again. If you have a pen in hand, the show phone number is 347-637-2589. And so I am so very, very excited that we have a young lady that um, I was just browsing on the Internet, and I saw this beautiful book cover, The Unstoppable Black Woman, and she was talking about how excited she was that the book is coming out and that she, you know, was blessed to be one of the authors uh, within the book through a collaboration. And so I'm so excited to talk with her, and I'm talking about no other than Violet Stevens. And um, again, this is social media is so powerful because you can connect with people online and then take it offline, talk with them. And I was so excited to meet Violet, and I just knew I wanted her on the show uh, to share with you guys her journey as she is making it happen for herself. And so first, I I just want to make sure that Violet uh, can hear me. Violet, are you there? I am here. I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. So I'm going to go ahead and read uh, a little bit about Violet to you guys, and then uh, she will be coming on, and we will be talking all things business and about her book. So Violet Stevens is the CEO of Restful Awakenings, a luxury loungewear self-care brand located in New York City. She is also a wife a mom who believes that recipe for black girl magic is resilience, love, pride, and faith. I love that. It is through this belief that she feels others can be encouraged to not only persevere through tribulations of life, but expertly navigate the halls of colleges and boardrooms as well as her world. Her belief is that her words will inspire others to release themselves from the shackles of shame and labels to walk in their true God-given authority. Ladies, I present to you Ms. Violet Stevens. Welcome to the show, Violet. Oh, I am so happy to be here. Thank you for having me, Trina, and um, thank you so much for creating a space space, you know, for women in business to learn, grow, and ultimately lead. 
Oh, absolutely. You are so welcome. So, Violet, we met on Facebook, right? I reached out to you and I, you know, saw the beautiful book cover of The Unstoppable Black Woman. And I was like, okay, I want to know all about this. This, What is this book all about? And so, of course, um, I reached out to you. And first of all, thank you for connecting with me. As I reached out to you, you, you responded right back to me. And so we are living proof that social Social media can be, uh, a relationship can be started online and then taken offline, right? Absolutely. Social media is perfect for networking. Um, and it's just a way for you to meet people that you, um, in other, you know, means you would not have a connection with them. I'm, yeah. I'm in New York City or in, you know, you're in Georgia. We would never cross paths, but social media gave us that opportunity. So we have to embrace it and we have to support and celebrate it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And ladies, this is why I'm always telling you guys that, you know, many of you have hundreds or even thousands of friends, but none of you have really ever invited anyone for a connection call or invited anyone to come go offline and pick up a phone and actually talk to them. So we hear a lot about Um, you know, how social media and the virtual world is causing people to stay in their homes and, you know, people are not getting enough uh, human touch. But in actuality, if we allow it, it can be the start of human touch by taking the conversation offline as well. So it's time for you guys to start utilizing some of those things I tell you about, such as inviting people for a connection call. Now, Violet, I want to to learn a little bit more about you and ask you the first question of um, why did you decide to become a business owner? What attracted you to owning your own business? Well, it wasn't an attraction to um, owning a business. It really was something that came by chance. It was a purpose that was just laid upon me. I was working. I was a, uh, I'm still working. But at the time when this came to me, the opportunity presented itself, I was one of those people who believed in the, the team no sleep, hustle hard, hustle this and hustle that. And you, it, it is a very toxic mindset that is actually taking a lot of the health and the mental wellness away from black women. We're so busy, you know, giving and producing for others that we don't take the time to pour back into ourselves. So we burn out, you know, mm-hmm. we burn out. We don't have the energy. We have all of this energy for between nine and five. Mm-hmm. But to the day, we have no more energy for our families, ourselves, or anyone else who relies on us. So I got to a point of extreme burnout where I would come home and, Get in the, I was like, come home and immediately get in the bed. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that my body was shutting down. My mind wow. was shutting down because I was burning myself on both ends. I had to be this, um, a, you know, this, a, this type A personality where, no, I don't want you to do that. I'm going to do that because I'm going to do it right. I don't want you mm-hmm. to do that. I'm going to do that because I'm going to do it right. So it came to a point where I found myself having to actually deal with myself because mm-hmm. I was keeping myself so busy that I wasn't able to see why. I wasn't able to get to the root cause of why are you burning yourself out? Why are you working so hard? Why are you doing these things to yourself? And it, it, it was something that allowed me to reflect on, you know, the way I grew up. The way, you know, we just tend to, when we've had this discussion, Trina, we tend to take on all yeah. of this trauma as we grow up. And it just presents itself in a different way. So it's, it doesn't come as, as, as a, you know, I'm not, I wasn't abused, but I was abused because I, I was told this had to be done this way. You know, in order to succeed, we have yeah. to work twice as hard. Mm-hmm. In order to do this and be accepted, we have to do more than the other person. And it's something that black women, black people in general, it's something that we're constantly told, well, in order to do this, you have to excel. You have to be better. Mm-hmm. You have to do better. And we, we, we go ahead and, and we subscribe to that mm-hmm. to our own detriment. You know, and I went full 
speed on this, like, no, you know, I have wow. to do this. I'm, a, you know, I have a family yeah. to raise. And, and it, it, it just became overwhelming to the point where I burned out. Yeah, I can understand. And so you were looking for a, a way out. You were looking for an alternative, something else that you could do um, that would mm-hmm. generate a revenue stream for you so you could have that, um, you know, that control over your time. And I totally, I totally get it. I totally understand it. Did you have all of the information you needed when you started or were there things you wish you knew now that you look at, look back at it? Are there things you wish you knew before you started your business? I absolutely did not. Okay. The the concept <laughs> and the concept, the idea of my business, everything came to me in a dream. You know, so I was like, Okay, well now now I can do the work. Let's let's do the work. So I invested in a business class and I said, Okay, I'm gonna take this business class and I'm gonna learn how to do a sustainable business. And, you know, I just had the bright eyes, and I was like, yes, I'm going to do this, and this isn't that hard. You know, and taking the class and doing the work are two entirely different things. Yes. You know, they don't explain the sleepless nights. They don't explain the countless hours of marketing. They don't explain the, 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 the profit loss. They don't explain these things. These are things that you understand and you, 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 you learn through experience. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, I definitely, I can identify with that, and I definitely understand what you're, what you're saying on that. And so, it, it is something that I think most people are surprised at is that you're still going to work hard when you own your own business. You still are going to sacrifice. Harder. Yes, even harder, and you're still going to sacrifice, and you're there's still things that. Um, there's still things that you uh, will have to do and risk that you're going to have to take. I guess the difference is, is that it's yours. Absolutely. You're, it's, you're you doing it for your, you. own your dream. Mm-hmm. Yes, you own your dream, and you're driven by you're driven by your why, why you're doing it in the first place. You're driven by that to succeed and achieve what it is that you want. Now, I know that we were talking earlier, and you were saying that, uh, your your company uh, rest you know your company restful awakenings you know was impacted by COVID. So share a little bit about that of how your company was impacted when the when the pandemic and all of that occurred. Well, it, it oh my gosh, it's it's so crazy how everything happened because um, it was just when you when you say yes to God, the enemy says oh no. And when mm-hmm. he, you know, and that's what happened. I'm like, okay, I'm going to follow my purpose, and I'm going to do, you know, what God has put on my heart with this business. And I started the business in September of 2019. Everything was doing really well. Um, the sales, the word of mouth, everything was doing really well. And then my mom took sick in December. Oh wow! And when my mom took sick in December, I could. That's that's really when I realized how my business wasn't sustainable because uh-huh. I had to suspend operations to take care of my mom. Okay. Then once, you know, then once my mom, you know, my mom, you know, she passed away, there were constant supply chain issues because during COVID, Restful Awakenings was, is, was a candle-making business. During COVID, a lot of people, uh, hobbyists, turned their hobby into a business. Mm-hmm. And said, well, let's make candles too. So it was just supply chain issues where I, I could have, you know, I, I was able to get one thing from here, but I wasn't able to get another thing. So it was the inconsistency with the supply chain that ultimately, you know, led me to, to fall back and, and take a pause to pivot because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I just felt that you can constantly hit the wall and hit the wall and hit the wall or you can mm-hmm. step back and find another way to still Absolutely. accomplish your goal. Yes. And you know, so you, that's just why said, I'm at now. you just said a mouthful right there. You said something that really just struck me because there are so many business women right now who are, who have possibly experienced what you did, right? But they didn't pivot. 
They didn't change. And this is one of the things that I talk about all the time on Successful Woman Radio is that part of success is being able to know when you need to make a change and then not just knowing it, but taking some action to actually pivot and change. And so I really love that word pivot. And thank you for bringing that word up because you're right. Sometimes you have to stop and pivot. And you said something else is that you didn't keep one of just doing this, doing, doing it over and over and over and over again, because of course we both know that's the definition of insanity, right? Yeah, absolutely. Of of course, I hope everybody knows by now that we have all been insane at one time or another, right? Because, you know, we, we, we love our businesses so much so, and we want them to succeed, but sometimes we don't always know what's right for our businesses and, and, but we think we do. And, you know, we put that cocky girl costume on, and before we know it, we're doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again, not getting any results different than what we initially got, and then we keep doing it. And so I always like to joke about it and say, well, you know what? Hey, insanity means doing the same thing over and over with the same results, but guess what? We've all had, we've all experienced that from time to time. So pivoting, making a change is very, very key. Let's talk a little bit about um, where do you see yourself going with your business? Because I know you were telling me that you're making changes in your business and you're shifting now um, into some new things with Restful Awakenings. Where do you see yourself going within this next five years? Well, initially, Restful Awakenings um, is the candle businesses of the candle part of the business i Mm -hmm. wanted to definitely grow more into uh bath and body Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. i still want it to be a ritual i still want to have women be intentional with taking care of their uh self-care and their mental Mm -hmm. health and wellness that's always going to be the intention behind what i do but i just wanted to make it a little more personal a little more intentional and Custom. I wanted to have more of a customer uh, mm-hmm. interaction and input on it. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm going. I definitely want to have a brick and mortar. I want to not totally leave the internet space, mm-hmm. but I definitely mm-hmm. want my customers to be able to come and, and touch and feel and see. It's not as hard of a sale um, in person as it is over the internet. Okay, you know, gotcha. Why is your vanilla candle better than their vanilla candle? <laughs> you know, it's, it's so many <laughs> words that you can use. Yeah. On the, you know, in the internet, it's so many words you can use. Whereas when you touch and you smell and you see, that it sells itself. So I really yeah. see myself getting more into a brick and mortar space. Got you, got you. Oh, wow, okay. Well, I would love to have some offline conversations with you about that, but I got you, brick and mortar it is. Um, let's talk about challenges that you, we we talked about you facing a challenge with, you know, the COVID and um, then, you know, again, you know, now I want to just express my my love and prayers to you because you lost your mom and I I have lost my mom and I know um, what you go through. It's like a piece of you leaves with that. So I I totally understand that. Um, What other challenges have you faced in business and how did you overcome them? One of the biggest challenges that I faced was um, totally alienating my husband. Mm. I went, you know, and I think that as women, we we when we're told or we're taught that we have to be everything for everybody, mm-hmm. and when we make the decision for ourselves that I'm going to do something. I was very mindful and intentional in saying, um, you know, babe, this is what I'm going to do, and when he wasn't as enthusiastic as I was about it, I said, okay, well, I'm going to do it with or without you. Mm-hmm. And I totally alienated him so that not only did he not know where he fit in in my business, but he didn't know where he fit in in my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was probably one of the biggest mistakes that I did make in not including him because we, you know, we, we may not need approval, but we do need support. Yeah, we do. We do. We we do we need a lot of support and 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 what you just said is something that happens all too common with those women who uh, who have a partner spouse they're married um, 
or a significant other, someone who is supposed to be that partnership with them, and yet sometimes based on how they respond or what have you, we do have a tendency to alienate them and cut them off, right? And that's the difficult part right there. Uh, But you're right, we do need support. And I totally remember when you know, my husband's always been pretty supportive, but there's been different levels of support, you know. And uh, I remember one time saying to him, you don't support me. He goes, how can you say that? I manage your website. I I do this. I do that. I said, yes. But, I said, but yes, you're not supporting me on the level that I need. And he's looking at me like, what the heck are you talking about? Exactly. Because it doesn't look like support to us because um, you didn't help me, you know, do this event. You didn't help me. And he's like, well, you didn't ask me exactly. <laughs> so we have exactly. to give a little. Exactly, and 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 this is a good. This is good because as women, we need to realize that if we do have someone else in our lives, that us making a decision to be in business impacts their lives just as much. They've got to give. A, they've got to sacrifice too because they have to sacrifice time with us. You know, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's very very key. So thank you so much for um, for sharing that. Um, I want to ask you. I, I know that we met online, but what is your favorite social media platform? What's the what platform do you tend to na- uh, gravitate to? I gravitate to Facebook, and I mm-hmm. and, and I'm going to say why I gravitate to Facebook because Facebook allows you to see the 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 behind the image. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Instagram is very image based, and in TikTok, everything is image. It's all uh, what it, it's all perception. Yeah. Whereas Facebook, ultimately, what happens is a person has to come from behind the curtain with Facebook because mm-hmm. you can post so many images, but ultimately you have to have something to say, and it gives people an outlet to actually say things and speak mm-hmm. their mind and share their thoughts of you. Yes, they do censor it sometimes. Yes, people they do. People wind up in Facebook jail. That's true. Yeah. But yeah. I do prefer Facebook because you get to see more of the person instead of the perception. Absolutely. And and I'm with you on that. I I use LinkedIn a lot, but I, I think Facebook is number one for me. Uh, and I'm always, uh, I know the ladies listening go, yeah, but you're always complaining about Facebook. Yes, because we have to be verbal as the consumer. We have to be verbal to say what we don't like or else they are not going to get it, right? There are some things that Facebook does um, that sometimes they totally ignore the consumer and they're, they're just kind of working in their own space and doing what they want to do. Um, and, mm-hmm. and I have to be verbal um, about that. What, what do you think about, um, what do you think about the platform Clubhouse? Have you used Clubhouse? I have used it. I've never used it for my personal needs, but I mm-hmm. do like uh, Clubhouse because Clubhouse allows uh, you to speak without worrying about how you look. You can Mm -hmm. speak a little more freely. I do also see where Clubhouse can be a little predatory with people, Mm -hmm. where people are allowed Mm -hmm. to come and say things and and, um, probably be a little more free and uncensored than they would Mm -hmm. be on a Facebook you know, for that. So I do like Clubhouse and um, the exclusivity of it for now. Yes, yes, and I and I I do I do like Facebook as well, and I use Clubhouse as well. And I'm I know what you know now that I've listened to so many things on Clubhouse, I do know how to use it, but it's going to require a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it, yeah, it's going to require me to create right? a whole new system and you know all of the listeners know I'm always talking about don't do anything until you have your system in place right um and so definitely if you're talking about using clubhouse for business it's going to require you to really set up a good system before you get going else you'll get yourself caught up in a whole nother world of communication and conversation and and you'll be busy every day but not having any results so I was like okay wait a minute (laughs) hold on Mm -hmm. hold on more (laughs) mess Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> What's your favorite online tool? We all have tools that help us online. What do you use? Um, 
you know what's so funny? I have been so in, <laughs> so intentional with just falling back and just not. But I remember when I was using marketing, when I was mm-hmm. like email marketing, Clavio mm-hmm. was just amazing to me. Spell that out. How do you spell that? Clavio is C, I believe it's K L A Z I Y O. I okay. might be wrong because it was a part of my Shopify store. But okay. I think that it made marketing, email marketing, so uh, easy because it was really, it, it was just, you just put in everything you needed. It was like one of those copy and paste and drag and drop. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. if you can make it simple, it's for me. Okay. For I, me. See, I think I found it. It's C, it's, I'm sorry, not C. It's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O. Clavio. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. Clavio. Okay, I marked it. Yeah. Okay, ladies. And for those, somebody just text me and say, Trina, slow down and spell that one more time. Okay, here it is. (laughs) Clavio. K-L-A-V as in Victor, I as in Igloo, Y as in Yard, O as in Octagon, Clavio, come. Okay, yeah, we'll all have to take a look at that and see how different it is. But you were you were saying that you really liked it because of the automation. Yeah, the automation um, with the campaigns, especially, is is mm-hmm. just amazing. Okay, and you pretty much set set it and forget it. <laughs> That's okay, why I cool. love it so much. Okay, great. We're going to definitely, I'm sure many of the women listening will check it out. I'm definitely going to check it out as well. Um, So now you decided that um, you wanted to write a book, didn't necessarily know how you were going to do all of that. And then an opportunity came for collaboration. Please share with us, how did it come to be that you are a collaborative author in the book, The Unstoppable Black Woman? Well, there were other opportunities for me to be a part of an anthology. Mm-hmm. The reason why I chose the Unstoppable Black Woman Sisterhood Edition was because it chose to speak to readers from a place of, of victory mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. a place of pain. A lot of anthologies, people, you know, a lot of authors are going to, well, I went through this struggle, I went through this struggle, and I went through this struggle. And what made the the, the UBW project important to me was that we were able to speak to a younger version of ourselves, Mm -hmm. and we were able to submit a prayer, and we were able to, you know, just speak life into a woman who may be going through what we went through. You know, and the story, the stories that we were able to share were stories coming from a point, this is where I was, this is where I am now, and this is how I got there. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I just love the fact that we were not speaking. None of us were speaking from a place of pain. Uh, a lot of us are speaking from a place of victory. And we're mm-hmm. speaking to, you know, and if we had the opportunity to speak to our 17-year-old selves, our 18-year-old selves, our 20-year-old selves, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is the language that we would use. What would you say if you had that opportunity? What mistakes could you have avoided if you had that opportunity? What lessons wow. would you learn? How would you grow from that? So that's what mm-hmm. made it so important and so impactful, and I had to be a part of it. Oh, wow. Could you share with us just a little bit of something that you wrote from your chapter um, in the book? Absolutely. Well, I spoke of, and and this is for, you know, women of, you know, if you are, I understand you're a woman of faith, so you know. But Mm -hmm. in Luke 7, there was the woman in the alabaster box, and there was someone who may know or who may not know, but she walked around in this pain from implied sin. Mm. It was implied. They never said what she did. They they, They just said that this woman who was perceived to be a sinner. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, that struck me because how many people are actually walking around with an implied sin over their head, with something mm-hmm. that, that, you know, the thoughts of others, the perceptions of others is what drives them. How many people are carrying that weight and how many people mm-hmm. are ready to get rid of that weight and how? Yeah, Absolutely. 
And so you pulled from your own um, your own experiences. Yes, yes, absolutely. Because I knew what it's like to carry a burden that's really not yours. Mm. You know, that's really on the person who's carrying that that perception. That's their burden because they're mm-hmm. thinking that of you. You're not. You shouldn't think that of yourself. You should see yourself the way God sees you, the way you were put on this earth. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that everything you do, you need to walk around and be completely absolved from it. I don't want a woman to ever think that. You, mm-hmm. you know, you have to, you, you do have to uh, answer and you do have to hold yourself accountable for the things you do and the way you speak and move, but you should not ever let anyone's perception of you determine who you are. Oh, absolutely. I love that. Never let anyone's perception of you determine who you are. Beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Now, how can, well, first of all, I know we only have about five minutes left uh, on the show, so I want to make sure I let everybody know, how can they connect with you? Okay, so that my social media, I am on Facebook, Violet Stevens, and on Instagram, I am at the V in Believe. The V in believe, just the V, not spelled out, in and the word believe. And that's how okay. they can find me. Okay. And then Violet's last name is spelled S-T-E-V-E-N-S. No P in the name, last name. Stevens, S-T-E-V-E-N-S. Okay. Want to make sure you guys know that Violet, V-I-O-L-E-T. And go ahead and repeat that Instagram handle again. It is the V in believe. Okay, and it's, so it's the and then the letter V as in violet. Yes, in okay. and the word and believe. The, okay, is it the letter N or the word I-N? N, I-N. Okay, so it is the and then the letter V, then the word I-N, and then believe? Believe, that is correct. That is Okay, correct. got it. Okay, the V in believe. Okay, love it, got it. And so you guys look her up, connect with her. And then how can people, uh, if they're interested in purchasing the book, The Unstoppable Black Woman, how can they purchase the book from you? I do have the link um, in my bio on my IG page. And as well, I do have it on uh, my Facebook as well. Okay. So you guys, you know, when you um, connect with her at the V as in Violet, the V in Believe, um, look that up, and then you'll see her profile come up, and then she does have the link for purchasing um, The Unstoppable Black Woman in her bio link. So you guys check Violet out. And so, Violet, as we come to the towards the end of the show, I want to make sure I ask you um, to share three nuggets that you would like to leave with our listeners. Okay, three nuggets. First nugget, do not be afraid to pivot. Another way you can say pivot, pivoting is placing purpose over pride. That Mm. is so important, placing purpose Mm. over pride. That's what pivoting is. Uh, Delay is not denied. Delay is not denied. Uh, There is no such thing as an overnight success. Keep plugging away. Keep plugging Mm -hmm. away. Do not you know, and um, purpose is always going to prevail. Keep your integrity. Do not lose your integrity to make a sale. Wow, I love that. Don't lose your integrity to make a sale. That is so true. Wow. Go back over that pivot part again. What did you say about pivot? What does that mean? Pivoting, pivoting equals placing purpose over pride. Placing purpose over pride. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, these are definitely three nuggets that I know that we are all going to hold on to. And again, guys, if you guys want to listen to the repeat of this show, you know that you can go to Women About Biz and click on podcast. It should be up. The recording should be up within the hour. And then, of course, if you are um, uh, iPhone, you know you can go listen at your iPhone podcast. And then if you are... Um, Android, you know, you can download Stitcher 
and then look up Successful Woman Radio and have have the show at your fingertips. So, Violet, this has been such a blessing, and um, I definitely want to stay connected to you. And, of course, as you pivot and change and do some things for Restful Awakenings to make it even more of a successful company, uh, I'd love to have you back on the show so that you can share even more your experience. Will you come back on the show later on? I, I will. You have to padlock me out. I will definitely okay. be there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you Thank so you very so much. much. Thank you so much for being on the show. And ladies, again, that was Violet Stevens. She is CEO of Restful Awakenings and also one of the collaborative authors of the book, The Unstoppable. Unstoppable Black Woman. Now, I want to let you guys know the Unstoppable Black Woman uh, is a project that was spearheaded by Donna Izzard, and Donna is also going to be a guest on Successful Woman Radio. You guys wait till you hear this woman talk. Oh, my goodness. She is like, she is like your mama and your best friend. Her coat all wrapped up into one. Uh, so she definitely will be coming on the show as well. I want to thank you guys for listening today, and I wish you such a profitable and abundant week. Until next Monday, be blessed, everybody. Bye-bye.